Need financing for a vehicle or financial assistance with late auto payments? Don't have the money to your rent or mortgage? Need financial help with utilities? And also, would you want to receive cash back rewards for paying bills? Visit our friends at financialservicessolutions.com where you can get an array of packages that will fit your needs from monthly investments to virtual wallet accounts. You get debit cards, you get an array of services and you can pick between four different packages. Visit our friends at financialservicessolutions.com today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of black people are still looking into what happened in Buffalo. We have seen the great incompetence, uh, with all the political, uh, leaders, you know, no matter what side they're on, uh, black people are finding out, um, the hard way, um, that the Democrat party can care less about them. You already know the Republicans don't care about black folks. So that's why I think it's like very silly to even bring them up when we already know their get down. Um, you voted, um, 80, almost 90% Democrat in the last election and look at what's happening now when you need the Democrats the most, but when it was the Asian community, um, they, you know, took care of them. Um, recently they had just put in a, uh, resolution against antisemitism and all the people in the house voted for it minus one. Um, but they're not even mentioning these 10 black people uh, that were, uh, murdered by a white supremacist. Even the charges is white supremacists have 10 black people was killed. He only got one first degree murder charge. He should be having 10 first degree murder charges and 10 hate crime charges. But on CNN international, um, I found something and I want to take my time to go through this. Uh, there are black people called in and they sharing how they feel. So I'm going to play this and stop it just to get my commentary on these callers. So let's go ahead and get with it. There are definite feelings about this craziness that's going on in America for the last 400 years. This is just what's current. This is what's in the current news cycle. We've been targeted for since we've been here. 400 years of being terrorized by a white supremacist. I am a sick. All right. So you heard the, the, the first brother just basically told, you know, a truth that we have been here for hundreds of years. Nothing has changed. Uh, whatsoever. I told you many, many times before that these people will never change um, because it's in the culture, anti-black racism in the culture. They have a hatred for us that comes from the pit of hell. Um, and when we covered the podcast yesterday, that you still got black people having hope in this place. I tell you that hope is, is misplaced. Um, you need to put your hope in other things, not this place. And I know that's a hard thing for a lot of black folks, you know, to really, um, think about, but this is the harsh reality of what I've been trying to tell black folk, you know, for a while. Um, but let's get to the second caller. 62 year old African-American woman, wife, mother, grandmother. I lived through the sixties and the seventies being called a I thought by the time my grandkids were born, this would be over. They wouldn't have to be afraid. Now I'm afraid again, and I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm hurt, and I'm scared. This. All right. So this, uh, you know, elder sister in our community say she already been through this before, um, and say here we go again. Um, but you know, you have to think about it. Since their time period, 
you know, we have to understand when the brothers and sisters are really turning up, the FBI systemically destroyed every black movement there was out there. That's one thing we, we don't really talk about how J. Edgar Hoover made sure to destroy every black movement out there. You know, the greatest threat to with the black Panther party was not even them carrying guns. It was that uh, free lunch program that they had. And when you can feed a people and you can be self-sufficient, you know, you become a major, major threat. And they surely don't want black people to be self-sufficient. They got black people right where they want them in this country, depending on them for food, depending on them for, for, for jobs, depending on them for everything. When you have people depending on you, um, you hold power over them, right? So you fast forward today, you know, we're not focused on entrepreneurship. We focus on jobs. Um, we still try to ask these people to treat us right. When we know that, when we know that's just not going to happen. So think about it. See, when I tell y'all, I don't want to end up like this sister right here. And what I mean in my sixties, still dealing with the same issues and problems. This is why I said that I can't live my life, the, all my life around these people. This is why this sister already been through it already before. And now she's dealing with the same thing again. When do you have a time of peace? When do you have a time of rest? You're not going to have it around the devil. It, it just, it just not going to happen folks. It's not. And I try to bring that harsh reality to you. If it was an, if it was another option that, that I could come up with, I would tell you. Okay. But as long as these people run this country, you got Satan running this country and Satan is against you. Think about that. You think about it. You may not be 62 or whatever. I think she said 62, but do you want to become 62 one day and still dealing with the same problem in your elder years? You're supposed to be enjoying your life, not trying to worry about ducking and dodging a white supremacist. You understand what I'm saying? But let's continue shooting at the supermarket does not change how we feel we've been feeling unsafe for the for, for decades and nothing has been done so it's it's just kind of crazy that people want to know how we feel now we feel the same now as we felt yesterday and the day before that and the year before that and the year before that so i'm sitting all right so this brother said basically black people you know feel unsafe all the time nothing has changed once again, this is not normal to be living folks. This is not normal. And at one point in time, I thought it was even normal until 2018. Just being honest with you. I have to be honest how I feel like everybody else have they, they deal. I have mine. I felt I was normal. It was normalized to me too. You know, but when I realized that, wow, I can actually live and not have to deal with this mess. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is not normal folks. This is not normal for black people to be living. You have, listen, Dr. Claude Anderson even told you, okay, that you cannot fight the white supremacists and these other groups too, who's against us too, because we're not just dealing with the white supremacists. We dealing with other groups and we dealing with our own that's against us too. Like you can't fight all those people by yourself. You can't. You cannot fight all those people by yourself. And as I said yesterday, these politicians are purposely trying to take this country to a major recession. They purposely trying to do it because they're not trying to fix anything. 
They're not trying to fix the gas prices. They're not trying to fix the food prices. They're not trying to fix, you know, anything you can think of that's high right now. Biden and the Democrats are walking around clueless, but see, they're not worried about it because, uh, uh, old, old, uh, 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 Clyburn and, and Maxine waters and, and Biden and all of them, they got their money. Gas price ain't nothing to them, but, but, that, but, but black folk, you know, is, is, is suffering. Of course, like always black people will suffer the most, but let's go to caller number four. You're asking myself, what kind of world did I just bring my brown babies into? We can't do anything. Okay, so this one woman says, what kind of world I brought my children into? We can't go to the grocery store. We can't go to church. We can't go to the mall. We can't go to the movies. And all those people are gone because this kid was indoctrinated with so much hate. This hate. Okay, do you realize you're living like a prisoner? This is what this sister's saying. Black Americans are living like prisoners. You can't go to the mall. Like she said, you can't go to the church. You can't go do this. You can't go do that. You're living like a prisoner in the United States, but you're not incarcerated. This society creates so many barriers like you incarcerated. Now, of course, you know, you're going to have the people that want to come by that probably listen to Boulay Martin, you know, or whatever. I go to the mall all the time. Nothing happens to me. I go to church. Nothing happens to me. I don't know what she's talking about. She's exaggerating. You, you ignorant fool, you ignorant fool. And I have to say that because these people like to come over here and we having conversations. I don't know why go over there with Boulay Martin and stay over there. Go to joyless Reed. Stay over there. You know, go listen to Al Sharpton. That's the people that you need to be over there. Don't come. Why are you over here in, in, in our conversations? But you know, you come in our conversation because you know, you actually gonna listen to some truth over here, over there. You know, they BSing you anyway. So when you feel like you can't live your life, listen, let's call it what it is. Black folks are not free in America. That's basically what this sister saying. Black folks are not free in America. The only people that's truly free in America are white people. They free. They can go where they, where they want to go, do whatever they want to do. They, I mean, this system is built for them and, it, and it's staying that way. I'm telling you from my personal experiences, okay? My personal experiences. I am the most free and the most happy when I'm on the African continent. Now, I got a comment, I think, yesterday asking me um, well, if I'm happy and I feel, you know, everything about the African continent. Well, why I'm not there today. First of all, you don't know what I'm doing. I keep saying that. Why, why do you want to know what I got going on? Cause of how I look at it, you could be the folks asking that question. You know how I many black folks work in here and not saying they all black either, but the fact is I'm not going to do like some, some people done on YouTube where they just do things in emotion, not set things right. And then, they, they go over there to the African continent, don't know what the hell they doing. And they back in America in three months because they didn't do right. They didn't plan right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm a firm believer of telling people to prepare thyself. That's all I'm trying to tell you to do. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm saying is what kind of life is that where you feel like you are a freaking prisoner in, 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 in a country that you built. And listen, folks, this country is descending. Is this country is not for you to take over and rule. That's not about to happen. 
this country is going like, it's going to have some dark days ahead and you better be prepared in every step of the way. I'm the guy that is telling you the time going to come where I'm not going to say a word to anybody no more because it's not going to be my concern anymore. I'm not going to say nothing. My next message after that is I don't know why y'all still over there for you need to come over. You need to come over here. Why are you still putting up with that? That's what that's going to be my message then. But as of now, because I'm here with you, my message is prepare yourself. Let's continue. And this white supremacy makes me feel unwanted in my own country and unsafe in my own country. I know that racism is everywhere, but I don't feel like racism should cost me my life. She says that she feels unwanted in her own country. We have been unwanted in this country forever. Only time they want us around unless they can make money off of us. You know what I'm saying? And I'm th- there's a story going on right now, and I gotta write that down to cover that story. Where Deion Sanders, you know, he's the coach at Jackson State University. These these uh, 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 white supremacists, because that's what they are, they feel they have ownership to the talent of black men, and because Deion Sanders is recruiting all these top rated football players. The coach of Alabama, Nick Saban came out and say, yeah, he, he, he paying all these uh, kids to go over there to Jackson state. He paid a kid a million dollars, no proof of anything. It was just, I'm a white supremacist and I'm a liar. Like I normally do. And, and, and that's just what it is. Right. And, and, and Deion Sanders was pissed because Deion Sanders been upstaging them on recruiting you know, black children to go to an HBCU. You understand? They feel like they have ownership to our talent, no matter what that is, whether we singing, whether we playing sports, whether whatever. One part in Django Unchained, when uh, Calvin said, these are my N words and I do whatever the hell I want to do with them. That's how this society has always felt about black people. They are my N words. And I do whatever the hell I want to do with them. That's their policy. And that's how they've been acting. But the whole time, yes, we are unwanted. We are totally unwanted in this society. Once again, do you want to live your life like that to the day you die feeling unwanted, feeling stress, just not happy. A lot of black Americans are not happy in this country whatsoever. They're not happy. Trust me. Happiness means a lot. Being happy goes a long way and living around these devils that's in this country. You will never fully be happy being around them. Sure. You can, I, you can kind of get to certain pockets of the country to kind of keep your distance. But the problem after that is because the white supremacists have screwed up our people so much, they are self-destructive to our own. So not only you got to deal with the devil, you got to deal with the devil's influence in our own people, destroying our own people. That's another problem too. That's the problem. Well, let's continue. To um, try to make changes from the top uh, down and and I just don't see a change anytime soon for the better because we don't have the good proper uh, leadership um, here in the United States. And so uh, because of that, uh, looks like I'm going to have to leave. Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You heard that. He said we don't have the proper leadership. Nothing is going to change no time soon. And he said, look like I got to leave. Well, it, trust me, just do the research. Just don't believe what I'm telling you. There's a lot of black Americans that says, man, the hell with this place. I ain't dealing with this. I don't have to live this way no more. I don't, I refuse to have my children. Listen, I told y'all I'm, I'm a father. Okay. If, if, if you want to do certain things with your life, go ahead, but I'm not going to sacrifice my eight year old child to this system for all her life. Sure. I have insulated her from a lot of things, but I don't want her insulated. I don't want her in this system all her life. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not right. Like that, like that cartoon red that's on freaking Disney that they put a freaking pedo uh, symbol on that freaking bear. I won't let them watch that in this house. They'll say, why can't we watch it again? And I told them, explaining why I said, I don't want that in this house. I say, and if I catch that in this house, I'm deleting that app off, off that TV downstairs. I mean that I don't want that. Listen, why in the hell we, our children are being targeted with that mess. I mean, it's wickedness. It's wicked. And God got to judge America because if he don't judge America, then he will have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah for the wickedness. It's more wickedness going on in America than even whatever was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Targeting little children, tar definitely targeting our children with wickedness. So this brother say nothing's going to change. I got to go. And then some of you want to come over here talking about the term fleeing. Let's talk about that. I, as a parent, I have children, I have children, but definitely my youngest child is eight years old. Some of you have more than one child. You may have smaller children. And if something is, is really bad and your children is going to suffer, and you know, you possibly can go somewhere, wherever that may be. And your children can live a better life as a parent. It's your job to protect your children. It's not about you. Now, if you, you by yourself and you want to sacrifice yourself for something or become a martyr for something. I mean, I guess that's you, but people that were families, they have to think a little different about their children. And even people that's telling you certain things, if it get bad, they'll be leaving too. They'll say, man, I had to get out of there. Be careful. Be careful with you sometime what you listening to, because when I'm talking to you, I'm talking about reality. We have no protection in the United States at all. None. The police sure ain't gonna protect us. Cause that's, that's the foot soldiers of white supremacy. You got politicians you vote for, especially in the Democrat party, what do they do for you? Hell no, nothing right now. The Democrats could be doing something for you. They not done a thing. Biden got in office, uh, uh, in the month of January and they hurry up and got that, that hate crime bill for them. And then now you got, like I say, once again, these, uh, 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 uh like they say, white people's black people like Boulay Martin and the rest of them, trying to lie to you and say that that bill uh, was not for Asians or well, why in the hell the Asians presented the bill? Why would Asians be around Biden when the bill was being signed? Why would the headline say it's an anti-Asian hate crime bill? 
If it was for everybody, where was all, where was everybody? Right. And after that bill was signed, any little thing a person say to an Asian, they were saying that if a person don't even shop with Asians, that's how serious they was going. They were saying that that was a form of discrimination and, and, and Asian hate. Not shopping with them. Not saying names, not putting a hand on nobody, just not shopping with them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's our problem in the United States. You can get away from the white supremacists maybe a little bit, but what you're going to do with these, these black folk who are just as, just as satanic and an evil devil themselves to our own community. That's why this, we got a big problem here, a big problem. When you, when you have two thirds still thinking this place going to change the third of you who know better, get your house in order. Now let's continue. I'm exhausted. It's suffocating. And I'm completely fed up. There has to be change. And we need it soon. It's a pretty terrifying view. Now those feelings that she has right there, those feelings, um, brings a lot of stress. Stress affects the health of black Americans. You can get heart attacks because of stress. You can get into addictions to try to, you know, alleviate stress. The sister says she was exhausted. She's tired. Okay. That's not good to be living like that constantly folks. We can't normalize trauma. We can't normalize living like a freaking uh, prisoner in a, in our own country. We can't do that. Enough is enough. Let's continue. Feeling to know that the people that are smiling at you, walking past you in the park one day, could be the very ones that walk into the store and kill you or your loved ones that very evening. It's a very frightening place to be in America for African Americans. Someone. Just okay, so. The realization this caller is having is any, any one of them could do you something, right? This is why I have a policy that I have. I have no trust. I have no trust. They got to earn my trust and it takes a lot for them to do that. I just don't have no trust because what they have shown me and I'm always watching them, keeping my head on the swivel and not letting my guard down. If you're going to be in Babylon, I'm not saying walk around here being scared all the time. Cause I ain't, I ain't afraid of you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a doggone man. And, and we got women that's not afraid either. And they, they about the business too. So we shouldn't walk around afraid, but if, if you feeling this way, then what are we going to do about it? You know, I mean, we need to, we need to, you know, protect each other, make sure everybody is good. You know, we need to support black businesses. We need to build schools. We need to, you know, buy land and, and, and build, you know, communities It's things that you can do while you're here. I mean, but, but unfortunately the majority still want to be integrated into their system. The majority still want to send our black children to be uh, to the public schools that treat them so horribly. Black people still looking at them for a job instead of looking at our own people or try to create businesses. So our people can create jobs for our community like the Asians are doing and like other groups are doing, 
You understand what I'm saying? I mean, when these things happen, nothing is never going to be done about it. And that's what y'all have to understand. Decides to drive two and a half hours to go and take out their anger and their upset on people simply because they're brown. Like, let that sink in. Let that sink in. I noticed. Well, yes, he's going to drive that far to do what he felt he needed to do for his, you know, uh, devil, you know, mission. Of course. I mean, why are y'all so shocked about that? See, I understand who, who the white supremacist is. I understand. I get it. See a lot of you just can't just fathom the level of evil of the white supremacists would listen when the honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the white supremacist is the devil. That was the best characterization. And y'all, some of y'all got to realize that. Not a hair shuffled, not a shirt ruffled, no problem when they put the handcuffs on him. He wasn't even put to the ground. He just killed 10 people. There is a war on black people in this country and it's been going on for 400 years. And I just don't know how long that black people are going to keep on taking this shit. All right. So, you know, the brother saying how long they're going to take it. Well, unfortunately we've been still taking it too long, brother. You know, they, of course they're not going to uh, do him anything. They're not going to slam him to the ground. I mean, you know, I mean, in, in the system of racism, white supremacy, killing black people, he, he didn't do nothing wrong. I mean, he, he's actually, he wrote for, for the, for the cause, but you know, in 2020 black people was pissed off. Okay. Black people took to the streets, black people, you know, was turned the country upside down. Okay. And what happened afterwards? Nothing. White corporations were virtue signaling. Um, the Democrats finessed black people that time period where if you just get us in office, you know, Ooh, we'll get you, we'll get you that, that hate crime. I mean, I'm sorry that, uh, George Floyd bill and Ooh, get that racist Trump out and all, you know, different things like that. And what happened? What happened? What happened? Nothing happened. Actually, we in a worse position than we were in 2020, a worse position. And most of you would, would agree with that. These politicians don't even want to say the word black. They don't even want to give black people a hate crime bill. Even after black people were, were, were murdered in cold blood. Y'all are literally seeing, you know, in real time, the, the Democrat version of white supremacy. And that's freaking y'all out. It's not freaking me out. Cause I know who they are, but it's freaking a lot of y'all out. You, even the most hardcore Democrat supporters say, man, they're not even mentioning this. They doing this for this group and that group. They don't want to present an anti-black hate crime bill. They don't want to do. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. See the Republicans, as I said before, they are front with theirs. You see them coming. I respect that. Let me know who you are, but the Democrats, they are just as racist and let's call it what it is. If you really want to do the research, the original racist party was the Democrat party. The Democrat party was the party of the Ku Klux Klan. The Democrat party, you know, were the people who were called the Dixiecrats. 
All your, your hardcore white supremacists in history came through that Democrat party in the South. It was all Democrat. So that's the, that's their history. I don't know why you think they're changed. And the reason Republican party went that route because the Dixiecrats went into the Republican party. Um, I think around the more so they start pushing that around the sixties and seventies. Definitely the Dixiecrats went into the Republican party. So they brought their racism to that party. And of course they, they flooded that and now they took that over. So you really got, you know, both, both parties, uh, uh, the same way Democrats and Republicans are both freaking racist against black people. Just one's up front and the other one, it, it tries to be slick. You know, they, 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 the, they, the devil that's wearing, uh, the sheep's clothing. You understand? But this is not a way for black people to be living. This, this, these calls are sad. This is, this is our people. This is our, you know, brothers and sisters here that's feeling this way. This is not normal folks. This is why, you know, I like doing those tours to Africa and love seeing black people go for the first time. I, that, that makes it worth it for me. That's why we, I, I offer them because I don't have to do that. Um, whatsoever, but you know, I, I believe, man, the more people I can take and just let them see it themselves, man, you know, um, and the thing I don't like with some people, like I said, but we, we just got to look at them as the two thirds, you know, you think you, you so much better than, than, than people over there and, and whatever, like how are you better? They ain't ducking and dodging no white supremacist going to store gunning down anybody. How are you better? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I said, sure. They got their issues and problems. They do. Oh yes, they do. Ain't no way you're going to go. It's going to be perfect, but you ain't got to deal with that. I, I promise you that. And, and like I said, listen, I know white supremacy is global. Cause that's the next excuse. White supremacy is global feel. <laughs> I know that, but it's a thing called direct white supremacy and indirect white supremacy. If I got to choose one, I rather deal with indirect white supremacy and not direct white supremacy. We live in the, in the belly of the beast. Look, even in, even the people, some people in Europe view, America as a racist entity. I'm talking about other Europeans. They, you know, I'm not saying they ain't got their racism, but they, cause they ain't told me when I ran into them. I don't understand why they so racist over there. Like, yeah, I know we got issues too, but man, not like this It's horrible, you know, but you have to understand the worst of Europe came to America. Europe didn't send the best. They sent the worst. They sent criminals. They sent uh, 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 scammers. They they sent the the worst of the worst. The the queen and the king didn't want them. That's what y'all have to understand. And this is why they the way they are is because the worst of Europe came here. The worst. The best of Europe stayed over there, and hence to why we got the issue that we um, have today. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure you, you subscribe. Uh, that way you'll know exactly when we post another podcast. Uh, click the like button. It's definitely very, very important. Uh, make sure to leave us a uh, cash app. I mean, we will put the cash app um, link up there. We greatly appreciate it. And join our uh, memberships as well. Um, our memberships, you know, definitely helps, you know, with monthly support. Uh, we, anything that we do across the board on all our channels, so it's going to be members only, uh, chat during premieres. Um, it just, that's just as a perk for our members. You know, we want to make sure that we do that. 
and um you know uh people supporting the show is always you know awesome and greatly appreciated of course you can always leave a comment after the the uh, premiere or any kind of live stream so thank you for listening and, and see you next time